Jesus is against you. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. So let us give God. So let us give God. So let us give God all of our praise. tonight dear God we glorify you we give you the praise in the honor dear God let your Holy Ghost be in our midst this night dear God in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight if you have a Bible I invite for you to turn with me to the book of first Kings chapter 12 Beginning at verse 6, and King Rehoboam consulted with the old men that stood before Solomon, his father, while he yet lived, and said, How do ye advise that I may answer this people? And they spake unto him, saying, If thou wilt be a servant unto this people this day, and will serve them, and answer them, and speak good words to them, then they will be thy servants forever. But he forsook the counsel of the old men which they had given him and consulted with the young men that were grown up with him and which stood before him. And he said unto them, What counsel give ye that we may answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke which thy father did put upon us lighter. And the young men that were with that were grown up with him spake unto him, saying, Thus shalt thou speak unto this people that spake unto thee, saying, Thy father made our yoke heavy, but make thou it lighter unto us. Thus shalt thou say unto them, My little finger shall be thicker than my father's loins. And now whereas my father did laid you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke 
My father hath chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. By the help of the Holy Ghost, I like to preach on taking godly counsel. You can be seated. Give a little background on this account. The people came to King Rehoboam and asked him to make their yoke a little bit lighter that their father had placed on him. The Bible says that uh, King Rehoboam, he asked the old men that were there in his father's day, what kind of answers should he give these people? They basically told him that if you are a servant to this, these people and you serve them, then they'll be with you. They will be with you, and they will, they will honor you as king, in other words. But the Bible says that he forsook the counsel of the old men, and he took counsel from the young men that had came up with him, that had grew up with him, that was buddies with him and they gave him foolish counsel because as you read further along you find out that because of this decision that he made and because he didn't take counsel of the old man that he lost the kingdom he lost the kingdom the kingdom was split because of this decision that he made out of arrogance out of his flesh out of wanting to be the big man and he didn't take the godly counsel of the old men there are a lot of people that are around here today that believe that the way that we serve God the way that we live for God that it's old fashioned that it doesn't it doesn't fit in today's society that there is a better way of doing it but I stand here tonight knowing that the teaching that we have here tonight, the instructions that we have of the Word of God here tonight, that it's not old, but this is what's happening. This is what it's all about. You know, a lot of people, they, they think of old and they think of something that has no, more, has no use for, that it's only fit to be thrown out, to be thrown in the garbage. But when I read the word old here, I, I think of, something that has been tried, has been tested, and has been proven to be right. That's how I view old. The Bible says that Jeremiah, as he, God called him to prophesy, God called him to, to begin to preach to the people and try to turn their hearts back to God because they had turned their backs on God and begin to do things of what they would consider a new way or something that was new. But Jeremiah told them to ask for the old paths. And he said that if you do that and if you walk in these, then you would find rest for your souls. I come to tell you tonight that this path that we're on tonight, that it's not old-fashioned, that it's not out, outdated, but this is what it's all about tonight. This truth that we have tonight, it will save you, it will save your family, it will save everybody else around you. I don't care what this world is doing. I don't care how they try to make the church look like it's old-fashioned and out of date. But I know that this is the way tonight. 
You can be seated. I know that what I have here, what we have here tonight is what it's all about. That it doesn't get any better than this. There's a lot of people that they think that Jesus' name doesn't work anymore and they take it out of the equation. They think that, G that baptism doesn't work anymore and they take it out of the equation. They think that the outpouring of the Holy Ghost and speaking in other tongues don't work anymore and they take it out of the equation. But I want you to know that it does work. That that's the only way that you're going to overcome this, sin, this world and you're going to overcome sin is if you are born of the water and born of the spirit. You will not overcome. You will not resist the devil and he will not flee unless you have Jesus' name in your life. You can be seated tonight. I won't let this, this world cause me to think that the church is old, that what we do here is old. You better know that the God's word is true. God's word is true. I don't care who tells you that that ain't what you need to do. You better go to the scriptures and read what the scripture says. For Peter stood up on the day of Pentecost and told them to repent and be baptized in Jesus' name. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you, that is God's plan for every woman, man, boy, and girl for this entire world. And it's not old-fashioned. It's not old-fashioned. The counsel, you can be seated tonight. The counsel that we receive here, it's not old-fashioned. You don't want to get into a, a state where you think that this doesn't work any longer, that you're going to go out and look for something new. The, uh, Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. Come on, there's no new thing out there. The world is still the world. The devil is still the devil. All he's doing is using the same tricks and trying to make it seem like it's something new. Come on, I will not be deceived by the devil's tricks and cause me to walk on the very good thing that is in my life. Come on, I will not walk out on God. I will not leave the church, but I will hold on to what is true. To what is right, you can be seated tonight. You read that because of this decision Rehoboam made, he lost the kingdom. And the two tribes that he kept wasn't because he was something great. God only let him keep it because he wanted to fulfill the promise that he made to David. That's the only reason he kept those two tribes. But he lost the entire thing. I tell you, if you begin to remove things that God has placed in your life there for a purpose, you will lose out. You will lose your family. You will lose your children. You will lose your marriage. You will lose your mind. You will lose the Holy Ghost that God has placed inside of you. But I'm not interested in losing what God has given me. I will keep those things intact. I will keep those things in line. Come on, I will keep prayer a part of my life. I will keep reading God's word a part of my life. I will not take it out. I will not throw it to the side. But I know tonight there's great value. There's great value there. 
You can be seated. Let me talk to the young person that for some reason can't keep their eyes off the world and think that this world is what it's all about and how the church is so old-fashioned and that is crap in your style. You better understand what you have here tonight. You have something that is valuable. You have something that is real. Take it from a person that sat on these pews and heard these very words. You don't want to let go of where God has placed you. You don't want to let go of what God has put inside of you. You want to hold on to this truth. You want to run this race that you are a part of. You want to stand fast, unmovable, unshaken by this world. You can be seated tonight. I can remember there was a point in my life where I thought that I knew what was right. And I thought that what I was doing was right for me and I forsook the godly counsel that was given to me and told me that this is not the right path that you want to take this is not the decision that you want to make I tell you that if you make a decision out of your flesh that every day that you're outside of the will of God you will regret it you will regret it because there's no peace there there's no joy there there is no happiness there but why let go of something that is so great and so valuable to go out and eat in the pig pen? Come on, there's no good thing out there in this world. Come on, I want to get my eyes off this world and I want to get my eyes on where it needs to be. And that is the church that is being actively involved with what God has going on. I don't want to start throwing out things thinking that I got a better idea or a better way. You can be seated tonight. This service tonight that we're in, it's not just another old service. If we don't come in here with the right perspective of what we're here for tonight, this can become just the same old, same old for us. If we can come in here and go through the motions and we can forget just how privileged we are to be here tonight. The Bible talks about the children of Israel. And the Bible talks about how that God began to provide for them. How that he rained down manna from heaven. The Bible says that there came a point where they said that we loatheth this light bread. In other words, they began to despise that bread. Because it became, it no, was no longer new for them. It was no longer fresh for them. But it became old to them. It became just the same old, same old. Not knowing that God ain't raining down bread on everybody. He's raining down bread on his people. You need to understand tonight that the Holy Ghost is not being poured out on just any and everybody. But it's being poured out on the people that are following God's word. Line upon line. Precept upon precept. Here a little and there a little. Come on. You don't want to begin to get tired of this. But you want to come in here. And it want to be fresh to you. Just like the very first time. I don't know about anybody else, but I've come to get a touch of the Holy Ghost. I've come to give God all my heart. I've come to
to give him all my mind. I didn't come to go through the motions. I didn't come to say that it's just another Wednesday night. But I've come to give God what he deserves. Because I understand everybody don't have this revelation of this truth. Everybody don't know who, that, that there is one God and that his name is Jesus. You have that revelation tonight. That means you are a very privileged people tonight. You can be seated. This ain't outdated, but this is what it's all about tonight. I don't want to let this thing grow old to me, that I begin to desire the things of this world again, and I forget just how good God is, just what he's done for me. The Bible tells us to remove not the ancient landmarks. I don't want to take those things that have been placed there for a reason. It's been placed there because it works, because it delivers, because it sets free, because it saves. It gives you power to tread upon serpents, power to tread upon scorpions, power over the tricks of the enemy. You begin to take out things, and that's like going in the tabernacle back in the old days and removing the brazen altar removing that brazen labor and saying that oh I don't need this a lot of people are doing that a lot of people are doing that but I want to know that what I have here tonight I don't want to get rid of it but I want to hold it very close and very dear to me tonight because I know that this is what delivers me I don't want to get rid of Jesus name baptism because I know that by that name, all of my sins was washed away by the precious blood of my heavenly Father. Come on, by that name, I have power to walk in victory. I have power to overcome on a daily basis. We have power in here tonight. You can be seated. It is so easy to get to become hard-headed spiritually and think that you got it all figured out, think that you know it all, think that what is being said is that there's no need for it. You got a better way of doing it. Understand that there's no better way of doing it. I know some people may think that it's a little strict you mean to tell me I can't listen to this? You mean to tell me I can't watch this? You mean to tell me I can't go this place? I can't go that place? And it can seem a little strict, but you want to understand that it, it ain't coming from the person, but it's coming from God Almighty. If you're going to be saved, then this is what it takes. This is what it takes. The Bible talks about how that the sons of prophets, they walked, they was with Elisha. And the day came that they told him that this way that you go, that is, it is, it's too straight for us. Not knowing that he didn't come with this idea. He got that from the man of God that he followed after. And that man of God got it from God himself. You need to, we need to understand that what we have here is from God himself. 
Come on, we need to know where it's coming from and we need to yield to it. We need to submit to it. We need to commit to it. We need to get out of the way and let God have his way. We need to decrease and God needs to increase in our lives. In Jesus' name, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Oh, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost here tonight. Don't forsake what you have here tonight. Don't, don't become tired of what is here tonight. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost here tonight. Come on, I'm thankful for what I have here tonight. I wouldn't be able to stand here if I didn't have the power of the Holy Ghost in my life. There are some people that you're going to have to just politely tell them to be quiet. And you're going to have to listen to what God has to say. There are people around us that are in our lives that they don't agree with what we're doing here tonight. They don't agree to the council that is here tonight. But you don't want to let any kind of a personal relationship interfere with what you know is right and what you know to be true if Rehoboam would have made the right decision then he wouldn't have lost the kingdom I don't want to make the wrong decision and listen to those that may be close to me but don't know that the words that they're speaking are the words of the devil that they're words of the enemy I want to know godly counsel when I hear it and I want to obey it I don't want to kick against it. I don't want to complain about it. But I want to obey it. I want to humbly submit myself to the will of God. If you're going to be saved, then that's what it takes. If your family is going to be saved, then that's what it takes. Let us stand tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. I don't know about you, but I didn't come to to remove things but I've come to let them be there in my life and let them remain there in my life I want every promise every blessing that God has promised me and I want to be in line with God's word all the way I don't want to become arrogant I don't want to become cocky and think that I know it all I don't know it all but I need him to show me the way to go I need him to lead me guide me order my footsteps in his word I need his guidance tonight we need his guidance tonight we need the Holy Ghost to be poured out in our service here tonight I don't want to go through the motions. I don't want to come and hear service after service and hear the preached word of God and go through the motions. But I want God to move mightily every time I step foot in his presence. That's what it takes. If we're going to overcome, if we're going to forsake this world, and we're going to walk that straight and narrow path, that's what it takes. It takes that. This is not old-fashioned. I don't care how long you've been in this. It's not old. But this thing is supposed to be new every day. It's supposed to be fresh every day. Come on. 
I don't despise the fact that I got to walk holy before the Lord. I don't despise the fact that I got to separate myself from this world because I know that's what it takes. That's what it takes for me to be saved. That's what it takes for my family to be saved. That's what I want. I want to make heaven. And not only do I want to make heaven, I want my family to make heaven. And I want to win as many people as I possibly can. And I know that this is the way. This is the path. Jeremiah told them to ask for the old paths. I've come to ask for that path tonight. I don't want my own path because that path leads to destruction. But I want that path that is going to find rest for my soul because I also need it. We also need the Holy Ghost here tonight. We need it tonight. And in order for you to get that, you got to get it the way that the apostles got it. You got to get it the way that Jesus said to get it. And he said you must be born of the water and of the spirit. He said you won't enter in and he said you won't even see it. I want that path tonight. I want that path that's been laid out from the beginning of time. I want that here tonight. Let us lift up our hands and begin to call upon the name of the Lord. I wonder if there's somebody here tonight that is desiring those paths tonight, that are desiring the way that the apostles did it, the way that Jesus said to do it. I invite you to come down to these altars. If you need the Holy Ghost, come down to these altars. This is God's design plan for your life. This is the way that we're supposed to come to God. This is the way that we're supposed to serve God. Come on, let us call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Come on, let's lift up our hearts with our hands. And let's call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Father, I see that you are drawing a line in the sand, and I want to be standing on your side, holding your hand. Let your kingdom come, let it live in me. This is my prayer, this is my plea. Father, I see that you are drawing. A line in the sand, and I want to be standing on Worship your side, him. holding your hand. So let your kingdom come, let it live in me. This is my prayer, this is my plea. Let the worshipers arise. Let the sons and the daughters sing. I'm surrendering my own to you, oh Lord. I surrender to my King. Let the worshipers arise. Let the sons and the daughters sing. I'm surrendering my own to you, oh Lord. I surrender to my King.
Father, I see that you are drawing a line in the sand, and I want to be standing on your side, holding your hand. So let your kingdom come, let it live in me. This is my prayer, this is my plea. Father, I see that you are drawing a line in the sand and I want to be standing on your side holding your hand so let your kingdom come let it live in me this is my prayer this is my plea let the worshipers arise let the sons and the daughters sing. Oh, yeah. I'm surrendering my own to you, oh Lord. I surrender to my King. Let the worshipers arise. Let the sons and the daughters sing. I'm surrendering my own to you, oh Lord. I surrender to my King. Let the worshipers arise. Let the sons and the daughters sing. I'm surrendering my own. Surrender to my King. Let the worshipers arise. Let the sons and the daughters.